welcome to creating wealth through passive apartment investing podcast in this show we will discuss about best and worst experiences about passive and active apartment investing and i am your host ramakrishna let's begin the show today's our guest is tim lyons from city side capital llc welcome tim thank you rama pleasure to be here Sure, a little bit about Tim. Tim Lance is the founder and managing partner of City Side Capital LLC, a real estate syndication and investment company that focuses on multifamily real estate assets that yield strong returns for investors. Tim is also a lieutenant in the New York City Fire Department (FDNY), where he has served for 16 years. Until recently, he also worked part-time as an emergency room nurse at a level 1 trauma center tim's initial goal with real estate was to create passive income and in turn be able to spend more time with his wife and three girls after partnering on a small multifamily property he saw firsthand the power of real estate investing as an opportunity to create passive income and build wealth for his family he started city side capital with the goal of not only growing his own portfolio but also to help others realize the power that real estate investing can have on creating wealth so with that team would you like to add anything to your background well that pretty much covered it so thanks for having me and i'll see you next time now i'm like no that was great thank you uh, for that introduction i think it's uh, pretty cool to kind of for the listeners to see that i'm just a regular guy right firefighter former er nurse and now you know turned multi family investor so thanks for that introduction Sure sure thank you and you wrote a book like bringing value solving problems and leaving a legacy so would you share a little bit more about that yeah so during covid i joined the mastermind with a personal development like success group called well it's actually run by jim rohn's former business partner kyle wilson and you know i i just it was covid i could have just sat and watched netflix but i wanted to kind of just keep on moving the ball forward so i got surrounded by some really high level people and a lot of them were participating in writing this book and sharing their their successful journeys in entrepreneurship and business ownership and you know just tremendous tremendous stories and they invited me on and um i you know took the opportunity to basically tell people you know through the lens of that book you know my journey from firefighter er nurse to multifamily and it was just a awesome experience it uh, hit number 1 on amazon as a best seller so it was a, it was a great journey and i'd like to do some more of that but yeah you can get a free copy on my on my website if you want to take a look at that Awesome. Thanks for sharing that. So, would you share your thought process of getting into real estate and multifamily? Yeah. So, again, you know, being a firefighter and ER nurse, everything was great. You know, I had three little kids, and I had two jobs that I liked or even loved because, you know, showing up to the W two job, I it was always a new adventure. Every day was certainly never the same. And you know, it's a firehouse, it's a great atmosphere and culture, and uh, I just love the the firefighters that I work with. And I've had a tremendous amount of great days and a, a couple of soul sucking sad days. You know. but it's a great way to make a living and you know at the end of the day i still can get a pension from that that job which is not something that most people in this country have access to so i'm uh, grateful for that and then on the er nurse side like i was always i always had to work you know i could work as much or as little as i wanted to but the problem started being rama that you know i was working 70 80 90 hours a week and because i like to i'm i'm a hard worker you know and but my family was missing me i was missing my family i was 
was starting to feel it. They were feeling it. And I knew there had to be a better way. And, you know, real estate was one of those things that I always just said to myself, you know, one day I'll get started in real estate. One day I will actually take action. And looking back, it was because of those limiting beliefs that I had about getting started and how to start and where to start and what to do and who to trust and all that stuff. And, you know, do I have enough capital to get started? And it's scary. It's it's the unknown, you know, and I finally uh, read a book that most real estate investors have kind of come across at some point on their journey called Rich Dad Poor Dad by Robert Kiyosaki. And I think that really just pushed me over the action line to start, you know, and Within three months of reading that book, I was closing on a three-family three-family rental property that I bought with a friend of mine. Again, because I didn't want to do it by myself, I was nervous, and uh, you know, we still own that property to this day. It's performing fantastic, but at the same time, buying a 1920-built three-family wood frame structure, you know, that was throwing off a couple hundred bucks a month in you know in passive quote-unquote passive income, it just wasn't moving the needle for me, and at the time I was listening to all these podcasts and hearing about multifamily operators that were just regular Joes like myself and making it happen. So it really piqued my interest to investigate the multifamily space. But again, you know, like the limiting beliefs were, you know, crushing me because I was, you know, caught up in spreadsheets and underwriting and cap rate. And, you know, I I didn't exactly know how to do that. So uh, initially that had prevented me kind of from, from looking into taking the next step. But with a little guidance from coaching and mentorship, I got into the multifamily space. Awesome. Awesome. And thank you. Thanks for sharing that and share your journey, like from moving three units to around 940 units, uh, over like hundred millions, maybe around 18 months or even more than that. So how did you achieve that? Uh, Share some best and challenging experiences from it. Yeah. So, you know, once I decided to you know, crush some of those limiting beliefs that were holding me back, I ended up getting some coaching and mentorship in the multifamily space. And that was honestly the best investment that I've made to date because it really just supercharged not only my confidence and clarity, but it gave me the opportunity to be surrounded by many, many high level successful operators, same for investors, and everybody had the same goal and was willing to push each other to be better and to learn. And it was, it's just a fantastic, fantastic community. So, you know, with that being said, I had that, you know, strength from, from my kind of foundation of if I found a deal, I could bring it back to my community. We can talk about it. We can underwrite it together. My coach is a master underwriter. And, you know, so during COVID, I just underwrote deals. I called brokers. I called the uh, owners, you know. And I had the opportunity of a lifetime given to me basically by one of my coaches who we had really hit it off and we're both New Yorkers and he invited me into his syndication to really get a a firsthand look behind the scenes look, I should say, about how multifamily syndications work. Because when I started, I didn't even think that I'd be doing syndications. I was really focused on doing a 10 or a 20 unit property with my brother and my father and 
maybe another partner. So it was kind of exciting at the same time to be on the GP side of the syndication, seeing that process from due diligence to getting the funding to financing, all, you know, the whole kind of the whole process. And Chris really gave me the opportunity of a lifetime. So uh, at the at the end of the process, we had to raise some some equity for the deal. And he, he said, you know, do you want to go out and see if you can raise some money? And I said, oh, well, I don't even know where to start. You know, I mean, I don't even know if anybody would give me five bucks. So, um, you know, he kind of showed me what he did. And I kind of went out to the people in my life, some friends and family, and we were able to raise uh, some money. And I kind of fell in love with the with the whole syndication process from that experience. And that's how we kind of moved from 40, you know, three units to 43 units. And then very quickly, we went, you know, to our next property, which was 144 units down in Greenville, South Carolina. So, you know, in commercial real estate, Rama, as you know, it's a team sport, right? So I'm in New York, my brother, Greg, who is my business partner is down in, in Virginia. So we weren't necessarily going to be boots on the ground. We weren't experienced enough to be underwriters or asset managers, right? We're still learning, you know, but we were, and we're, well, Greg and I are certainly not handy. The way we grew up, you know, I don't even know if Greg knows how to hold a hammer correctly. So we weren't going to be doing that either. So, you know, raising capital kind of came naturally to us because, you know, being from the New greater New York City area, just uh, people in our ecosystem, you know, were looking for something like this and had the means. And that was going to be going to be our spot, spot on the bench as far as, you know, the, being on the team for multifamily. So, so we did our first couple of deals, you know, by networking. And then, you know, Greg and I, we wanted to raise capital as our primary, you know, spot, you know, on the team. So we decided to, you know, get involved with a multifamily broker dealer that specifically dealt with what we were doing. And a lot of people don't really understand the broker dealer model, but essentially it's just a, it's a capital solution for operators that may be able to raise, you know, a couple million by themselves, but they don't have the necessarily enough investors to really get all the equity they need. But at the same time, they don't really want to go to a prep equity group or to a family office. Not that there's anything wrong with those entities. Uh, they serve a great purpose, but sometimes people can lose some autonomy in their deals, voting rights. There might be some hurdles written into the contract, such as a preferred turn or a IRR hurdle that needs to be met or a lockout period. So we kind of solved that problem as a middle market equity source that we can bring our investors collectively from the broker dealer platform into into these deals. So uh, we had to take some exams, series 82, the series 63 and the SIE exam. And then we had to be onboarded with a broker dealer. But now we you know, we specifically raised for eight, soon to be nine vetted sponsors across the United States that were vetted by the, the lead broker dealer who, you know, has a pretty thorough vetting process, including, you know, background checks and going through their books and business plans and walking all their properties. He spent the last year flying around the country, walking all the properties. So by the time, you know, our investors get a deal, you know, put in front of them, uh, it's been underwritten at the operator level and vetted. 
started. And then it kind of comes to our platform where our team, we have an underwriting team, we have a compliance team, a legal team, you know, they do a, they do a double check, you know, they take a look, make sure that the deal checks all the boxes that we're looking to accomplish, make sure the underwriting looks good. And then only then do we move forward uh, and go to market with one of the deals. So it's a uh, pretty interesting model. I think it's going to be future of multifamily investing, syndication type investing, because there's an extra layer of, you know, compliance and due diligence that is put on a deal, uh, which is kind of, you know, adding to the risk return, you know, environment for the investor. Yeah, thank you. Thanks for sharing more about that. And would you share any challenging experiences in being that? Yeah, I mean, I could probably do a whole another show about my experiences, right? Because, you know, when you're first raising capital for deals, I was always Tim the ER nurse and Tim the firefighter. And now I'm Tim the multifamily uh, apartment investor, right? So, you know, changing that paradigm and getting people, you know, comfortable with that fact. And, and I'm talking about people that were close to me, you know, family and friends and college roommates and everything. I really had to kind of just uh, create a thought leadership platform. So, you know, we did a website and, you know, we put out blog posts and we, you know, to engage with the public, you know, about what we're doing and what's available to them. Because even the most high net worth people that I know, they don't know about this. They didn't, they've never heard about this. And they find it strange that maybe they don't know uh, as much as they'd like to about this vehicle of investing in real estate because they've been so successful. And how is it that Tim, the fireman, Tim, the ER nurse, you know, uh, has access to a deal like this and is bringing it to market. So, I mean, that's been, um, that's probably been one of our, or my biggest challenges is kind of navigating through that. Not so much now as it was in the beginning, but certainly, you know, that was early on one, one of our, our biggest challenges. And then, you know, something that I, you know, kind of grew into over the last year is, is education. So I love talking about real estate. I love talking about syndication as an investment vehicle. I think it's very powerful. And like I just mentioned, not a lot of people, you know, truly understand how it works, how it can benefit them. And as we all know, on the operator side, you know, a confused mind will tend to say no to an opportunity if they don't understand it. So I've, I've kind of made it my mission to, you know, spend some more time on the education side. Uh, we're about to launch a podcast and a, a YouTube channel kind of focused on that education piece because I just, I love it so much. I see the value in it. And I just kind of want to bring that out to, you know, the regular everyday investor that just may not know what's available to them. Awesome. And thank you. And would you share your investment philosophy, Tim? Yeah. So right now we're kind of focused on lighter value add properties, you know, in high growth markets, you know, such as uh, Arizona, Texas, the Carolinas, Tennessee, Florida, Georgia, kind of where everybody else is. But we're also kind of focusing on the Midwest with a, a new operator that we're going to be onboarding. So we're looking for, you know, a couple of things. We're looking to have, you know, properties that when properly vetted and underwritten can perform and, you 
you know, we're looking to give those risk adjusted returns to investors first and foremost. But, you know, our philosophy is that we want to have uh, relationships with solid operators, with experience, with, you know, property management companies that are employing the latest technology and AI technology to run these properties so that they can perform for not only our investors, but for the, the tenants and their experience in living in those properties means a lot to us. So, so that's a win-win for everybody involved. Awesome. And would you share any one breakthrough moment in multifamily space? Yeah, the breakthrough moment, you know, there's passive investing, I think is kind of thrown around a little bit too much in real estate, uh, that term. And I can tell you that running the three family property, uh, which was our first property is not exactly passive, right? In the beginning, I was mowing the lawn and gardening and shoveling snow. And, you know, we were rehabbing, you know, first floor unit upon takeover. And I, like I said, in the beginning of the show, I'm not exactly the most handy guy around, but I fought my way through it. I wanted to. I wanted to learn. I wanted to do that kind of stuff, but it wasn't exactly past. And then when I got into multifamily, specifically the syndication space, I have since invested as an LP as well in other deals. And I can tell you that the breakthrough moment was, wow, when I got my K-1 at the end of 2020 from, you know, not only being a a general partner, but also an limited partner, that the, the benefits are incredible, right? Like you're getting losses you're getting income. And the hardest part of my day as an LP was to vet the sponsor and to vet the deal. And then I can put my head on the pillow at night knowing that my money was working for me. So um, so I've been on both sides of that equation. And, you know, as far as passive investing and real estate comes, you know, syndication was the huge breakthrough moment for me, you know, just being just knowing I was in the right space. Awesome. So would you share any of your best multifamily investing experience so far? Yeah. I mean, um, there's several of our properties that are just doing really well, like right through COVID. And that was another big thing was we got started, you know, as, you know, right in the middle of like a pandemic, you know, we're, we're raising millions of dollars from friends and family through a pandemic and uncertainty. But, you know, in doing so, you know, right now we're recording in August of 2021, you know, being on my weekly property management and asset management calls, there's, you know, the properties are doing fantastic collections are fantastic and not only that because of the you know inflationary pressures and the supply side of the equation where there's not enough housing the rents have organically grown to uh, in a lot of our properties you know we're in the first year of operations and they've already surpassed year four and five pro forma rent so it's been incredible uh, to be on the operation side and see see the organic rent growth you know just kind of blowing past uh, expectations. Cool. And would you share any like uh, worst or challenging experiences in multifamily space? Yeah, the challenging experiences will sort of play off what I just talked about too, because it's not all sunshines and uh, sunshine and butterflies. You know, at some of our properties, you know, there have been some people who have experienced uh, some difficulties and so sort of navigating the eviction moratorium and trying to connect them with uh, as many resources as possible. I give a lot of credit to the property management companies who are, 
you know, nothing but professional and have been really instrumental in connecting, you know, not only the tenants with resources, but the general partnership team with resources as well. So that's been a challenge. And also, at, at least at one of our properties, we did have a challenge on keeping a full-time maintenance guy on staff because, you know, they were making, you know, just the the extra $300 a week benefit from the federal government was making the employment picture a little bit more difficult than it had to be, you know. So, I mean, that was a challenge too. So, but all in all, I mean, there's really, there's going to be challenges in anything you do in real estate, but it's just having that team around you. It's having that property management team around you, that asset management team, you know, that has been in, in the trenches and has the experience. And when problems come up, you just, you know, you find a solution. And uh, that's pretty much been the, the biggest way that we have navigated the waters during COVID. Cool. And would you share your current forecast and uh, something you're excited about now? Oh yeah. So right now we are we're focused on just uh not only raising retail money from retail investors, but we're also uh focusing on the institutional space where we've we've had some uh conversations and some deep conversations with pension funds and some private equity funds about coming into the multifamily space because that's kind of what you know a lot of the bigger players are looking for. So we're really excited about that. And um, you know, we have people on our team through the platform that specialize in institutional raises so you know we've been able to work very closely with uh, with them to try to make something happen so that's something i never thought i'd be doing but i'm i'm super excited about and also just uh taking the investor phone calls i love waking up in the morning checking my calendar online and seeing that somebody signed up for a call to connect with people and to be able to you know meet them where they are if they are experienced investors perfect you know i mean here's what we do and and you know let's let's work together and then if they're novice investors who heard me on a podcast or something i love to bring them on that journey about you know what it you know just education about what multifamily can can uh, afford them and the opportunities out there so but yeah i mean we have like i said the youtube channel will be starting up soon and the podcast and i'm super excited about those two ventures so yeah i mean uh it's a great time to be to be sitting in the seat you know awesome awesome so any one advice that have impact on you an impact on me. So, I mean, there's been some really instrumental people who have helped me on this journey and you know, a lot of them have been my mentors and coaches with the the program that I came on board with, you know, a little over a year ago, year and a half ago maybe. So, it's really just kind of surrounding being surrounded by those high-level people and being able to pick up the phone and get on a Zoom call and run through some whether it's underwriting or investor relations or, you know, raising capital, whatever it was having those successful people who have been in the trenches they've done what I'm trying to do and they were they were educators they were coach you know coaches so they have been the biggest source of strength in this journey and I'll be forever grateful number 1 but number 2 it really kind of you know ignited a spark in me to kind of do the same for other uh people who are trying to get started awesome awesome so any one personal habit that helping you to be successful getting up early 100% i read the miracle morning by hal elrod and the 5am club by robin sharma and i just really you know i was one of those people that would wake up at the last minute and then hit the hit the the road running right but you know my wife and i just you know we just decided to to change that all up right get up early so we got three little girls in the south uh 10 7 and 2 so uh once everybody's up it's like a circus so i used to get up at 5 uh but now i'm getting up at 4:30 and uh i can get several hours 
hours of you know work or content or whatever I need to get done uh, before everybody wakes up. And I already feel somewhat accomplished by the time we're sitting down for breakfast. So that's been huge. Awesome. Awesome. So any one book that impacted your life and what way? The one book, uh, there's been so many, but if I had to pick one, it's either, yeah, it's probably Story Brand by Donald Miller or The Wealthy Gardener by John Sofuric. Donald Miller, for anybody out there who is involved in the space uh, from the general partnership side, it is a eye-opening marketing type book, all focused on the customer journey. It's just, it's, it's an incredible, incredible book. And then The Wealthy Gardener is more of a book for a passive investor or actually anybody, anybody who's in, who's interested in personal development and investing. Cool. Thank you. So how about you giving back to community team? Yeah, I give back. Um, I like to coach my girls uh, sports teams. So basketball, cross, softball, you know, so I like being involved in the community that way. Um, and then also within the real estate community, I've been asked to give some talks now. Uh, so I just love kind of connecting with people that way and, and sharing some of the knowledge that, and, and experience that I've had on my journey. Awesome. So how can listeners can connect with you? Yeah, you can uh, come see us on the website. It's citysidecap.com. You can connect with me on Facebook, Instagram, or LinkedIn. I'm pretty active on those social channels. I try to respond to all the direct messages uh, that I can. So, and then my email is just simply tim at citysidecap.com. Awesome. And thank you, Tim. Thank you. If you like the show, please subscribe, share, rate, and review. And if you want to connect with me, please send me a message, info at ushacapital.com. Thank you for listening. Creating Wealth Through Passive Apartment Investing Podcast. I hope you learned something from the show. See you in the next episode. Thank you. Any information provided from these shows are educational purpose only. As always, please consult with your own CPA, legal and financial advisor before investing. Thank you.